Welcome back to Home Design Chat with Nancy. I am your host, Nancy Hugo. Today is February 15th. Fortunately, it's raining in Phoenix. Can't complain because it only rains a few times a year, so we're thankful that we're getting some water. But I hope everybody is ready for this podcast because it's going to be exciting. As I've said last week, we all have the trends that we're looking forward to, whether it's trends in color, furniture, lighting, appliances, cabinetry. Well, today it's going to be trends for lighting for 2023. And of course, our guest is Jim Funk. She's our lighting expert and has uh, done podcasts with me a couple of times a year. But at the beginning of every year, we always talk about lighting trends because Jim goes to the lighting show in Dallas every year, and that's where everything is happening. Hey, Jim, thanks for joining me. Hi, Nancy. Thanks for having me. Oh, so again for the new year trends. Well, good. I'm excited to find out what's new in trends. Um, let's start right off with, I know you went to Dallas. You probably saw tons and tons of lights. What was the trend that you were attracted to? It, this shocks me, but I was attracted to all the textured baskets, baskets and weaved woven baskets were in for lighting. So big pendant. And of course, with that, people are using uh, woven chairs and they're they're bringing in some woven and natural materials for pillows and accessories, right? For sure, for sure. And, you know, when you go to the lighting show, it's not just lighting, but it's everything. But there's a whole section dedicated to just lighting. And they really show off everything quite well together for the whole home, you know, because they want to entice you to buy for, you know, your showrooms or your your design firms or whatever. But the, I was really... I'm not one normally drawn to the baskets, but they're doing them in such a unique, fun, new way. It doesn't remind me of the 70s. You know, it's fresh and it really works and can blend with a lot of people's styles, you know, a lot of different styles. I'm kind of curious, what's the shape of the most common basket uh, shade, I want to say? A bowl, large bowl would be one. Um, but there's also not, but take a bell and cut off the part nobody likes on a bell, which is the part that kind of flips out. Uh -huh. um, I don't even know what you'd call that shape. Do you know? Well, so it would be a flared bell. Yeah, it'd be flared. But this one is more dome shape. Yes, and it's not, it's elongated dome, I guess I would say. That shape is really cool. There's a bunch that were misshapen also that were just kind of but I'd say the inverted large bowl, like if you flip it upside down, you could put fruit in it. You know, that was a real sharp look. Mm -hmm. And then the cool thing is they're doing a lot of them in colors. So you can get them in a black basket. We've, um, I know, uh, I've seen that in, uh, say kitchens over the Island where they have either black cabinetry or they're using black, um, accessories to really make, well, to get away from the all white kitchen. So, Right. That looks good. And there was a lot of natural, obviously, colors, too, because natural, you know, a lot of people are going back to that 
warm oak floor, not like the 80s oak floor, but the light oak with a little twist on it. And so those colors were picking up in the basket weaves of the lighting as well. So mm-hmm. yeah. and it looks good with a black cabinet, you know, so the con- really if you do the natural basket and then have the black cabinet or do the black lights with the white cabinets mm-hmm. you get a nice contrast okay so uh let's move on to finishes um metals are metals still in well all the metals are in i what i saw at the show they're usually they're really honing in on like one or two shades of metal this time i no finish left behind because every finish I saw bronzes, I saw gold, I saw black, I saw nickels and pewters. Um, the only thing that still, you know, isn't really making too much of an appearance is brass, you know, shiny brass. But uh, the I, there was brass, definitely a comeback of some nice brass. Is the dull brass? Yeah. Yeah, because they're bringing that back on the appliances. Yes, that was still there, that uh, forcing major colors. They were celebrating all the colors. Are they um, mixing metals? They are still mixing metals. So sometimes you'll see polished nickel with a cool gold accent. Sometimes you'll, and even painted finishes, you know, you'll see these eclectic mixes of silver golds and and mix that with some pewters or, you know, it's very creative. Well, they've got to do something different. I think every year they've tried everything. So it's like they threw everything in a bowl and just said, okay, let's, let's mix it all together. Let's see what goes. Exactly. Um, That's exactly what it was like. So uh, let's talk about crystal. I guess that's on its way out maybe. Well, so for the formality of crystal formality. Yeah. I would say is on its way out at least for 2023 and uh it i saw a resurgence of contemporary crystal and it's it's also done by some brands in a very natural slash contemporary blend so they're taking like you know what a rock crystal is you know Mm -hmm. where it's honed from and mined but it's not shiny and it's not cut it's kind of like a rough diamond you know um you know an unfastened diamond that's what these are like but they're real big pieces um but that shows the natural beauty of the crystal but you saw a lot of that going on on a very contemporary shape so it might be put on a just a ring or it might be put on a sphere or it might be into a kind of organic shape sputnik kind of shape too Mm -hmm. but it wasn't a real big push on the formal crystal. It's these unique crystals and more natural because that naturalness kind of blends with the whole natural woven basket theme. You know, you could kind of blend these worlds. Yeah, I mean, have we talk a lot about this. People, I think, for the most part, there's always going to be the people who like formal. But people are getting more into maybe a minimalistic or a very more more comfortable feeling when they design things for their house. And so if they like the natural materials and they want a little bit of crystal, that would be a perfect um, stone to bring into their home. 
and Schoenbeck, who you know very well, who does a very formal look, they came out with their new line, Beyond, and that that's a real good example of that. You'll still have some formal shapes in there because they try to do something for the formal people, but it still has this casualness to it. Uh, Modern Forms is another line. Um, Allegri, and I would also say Visual Comfort Co. Company, um, all do a real good job of that. Um, but of course, if you're a traditionalist of crystal, like you said, those people will never stop buying traditional crystal, so they're not going to do away with traditional crystal. No, they have to have the, um, I guess, everything for the masses. Exactly. But if Schoenbeck is going for a line that's a little less formal, you know that more and more people are going for that. Yeah, because Schoenbeck was one of the most formal lines ever, (laughs) you know. You know, if uh, people out there are listening to us and they're not familiar with Schoenbeck, I suggest you uh, pull it up on your computer and you'll be blown away by some of their chandeliers. But not for everybody. I mean, it's more like uh, very high-end formal with a lot of crystal, um, very expensive. You know, we kind of throw that in there. But I think more and more people are realizing they don't have seven-day help coming into the house to clean up those crystals and take care of their house. They're going for more of a relaxed look, an easy care, easy maintenance look. Now, while we're talking about that, let's talk about Studio 41. Studio 41 is your go-to Kohler showroom. Um, I haven't mentioned this in the past, but they have Kohler products. And of course, everybody knows Kohler. I just came back from the Kitchen and Bath Show in Vegas, and Kohler always had a booth that was worth a fortune, and they have a lot of new items that they've introduced. Also, Studio 41 has a lot more than Kohler. They carry a lot of brands for your kitchen and bath fixtures. Also, they carry cabinets. In Illinois, they carry windows and tile. Here in Scottsdale, my go-to place, they only carry um, the cabinetry, but they also carry cabinet hardware and the fixtures. So I want you to go to studio shopstudio41.com. Use the number 41. That's shopstudio41.com. And go peruse around their website. You can also shop online. Or if you live in Scottsdale or Chicago or anywhere in the Illinois area, you can visit their showrooms. They're one of the more beautiful showrooms around. So let's get back to lighting, Jim. Now, for the people who listen to us and you're wondering where Jim's puppies are, they're sleeping. We thought we'd give everybody a break and, uh, and have them go to sleep and then do our podcast, right? Exactly. So a shout out to Cannoli, right? Cannoli, she went to bed. She had her Valentine's Day treats and she went to bed. (laughs) Good, good Good for her. Okay, you were mentioning before the uh, ethnic touches that are coming in um, for people who check out the websites on design. Several of them are showing the ethnic look. So... uh, Reiterate what you told me about the all of that at the show. So the a lot of times in the lighting, they'll pull from a certain inspiration. And this 2023, I was seeing a lot of ethnic touches, mostly African. 
um, they're pulling from. And I think that's tied to, you know, if you go to Africa, there's a lot of beautiful handcrafted crafts, you know, that locals will make. So mm -hmm. that really ties with all that texture and the baskets we were talking about earlier, but they really showed it at the show. Some of the brands had some really neat textured items that had beautiful basket weave designs in them where there was maybe black mixed with that natural, but maybe it might have a little fringe hanging off of it, but it was very African inspired. And mm -hmm. they were even showing things, you know, cause they show everything together. So the, the art, you know, might have a beautiful black and white photo, huge, you know, of a gorgeous African woman, but it might have that beautiful pendant or chandelier hanging over there um accessory wise they'll always accessorize below the lightings too so we saw some beautiful busts head busts um mm -hmm. some beautiful you know aboriginal african tribal men and you know so there was a real big push of that going on or just in the accessories you know because it all ties together as you and i know the mm -hmm. from the lighting to the furniture to the accessories to the art so, and even in a lot of the, a lot of these lighting showrooms are also in the rug business. So some of them will be showing some of the rugs too, with kind of more of a ethnic African design. But, uh, you know, if I had to pick all any country, it was definitely more of a pull of Africa than it was anywhere else in the world. Yeah. So going to the natural materials, you mentioned too, that they're bringing in leathers, so yeah. how are they using leathers on lighting? Yeah, so the leather was being shown on some of them. You know, they've taken the what used to be the popular sphere ball chandelier mm -hmm. and covered that in leather, um, mixed it, you know, sometimes with a little dab of crystal or LED. Um, they, you'll also see some very contemporary linear pendants covered in leather, uh, sometimes wood, sometimes wood and leather, so and and sometimes leather and a metal finish. Wow. Uh, there's a line called Alora, and they do. They're a fairly new line, but they'll cover, you know, do like a beautiful bath light or an art light that has leather mixed with like a beautiful contrasting metal. Oh, so that'd be interesting to see. I haven't seen leather incorporated yeah. into lighting. It's really beautiful. I a few years ago I had a house that I was the designer for and I actually used a leather. It was one of the first ones that ever came out. Uh leather linear light that was really cool and I hung it over the vanity uh you know the guest vanity mm -hmm. instead of doing sconces or a bath bar or, or you know pendants. This just went across the whole uh vanity. And just add some neat texture to the space, you mm -hmm. know, so you don't have all these flat surfaces. Some of the leather's smooth, some of it's hammered, some of it's got a nice texture to it. Um, but what it, colors it, are they pushing? Um, they're really pushing black or saddle, you know, mm -hmm. the famous saddle leather color. But I would say those are the most, the two most popular leathers how about you're not maroon? really anything i like maroon no. leather no it's pretty but they don't know it's mostly the black and the saddle okay yeah well let's now, move on to um <laughs> vintage uh chandeliers or vintage lighting vintage accents 
I had read a couple of months ago that that was all out, that, oh, no, don't use vintage. Uh, you know, they were pushing the contemporary, the modern, the minimalist, and the tradition, not traditional so much, the transitional. Now, all of a sudden, you're telling me that the vintage is in grandma's furniture is back in style? <laughs> well, you know, not every brand's pushing this, but there was this a lot of remakes of a lot of things we've all seen over the decades, especially of mid-century modern antiques, I would say. Really? Uh, yeah. No, again, Jim, how, not to interrupt, but how oh, many yeah. times have we said... Don't listen to the designers. Yes. If you put 100 designers in a room, somebody's going to say mid-century modern is out. Don't use it. Um, they keep publishing these things. Oh, don't use that. And this is out. And, you know, we we will again do a podcast where we debunk all of the uh, designers' ideas on what's in and what's out. But for now, I knew that the vintage would never go away because you can incorporate a vintage piece in a contemporary room. So why would they get rid of it? Right. No, it'll never go away, especially from people who are the, those of us who came from a really, really large city. And obviously Phoenix is one of the largest cities too, you know, but New York, Chicago, Dallas, LA, you know, Phoenix, these are big cities. And, um, they, you know, people incorporate, and obviously city to city, some of the antiques get very old, you know, but whether it be a real antique or whether it be, a, you know, a replica, but mm -hmm. people are still asking for it, and even in the furniture, too, but, um, and people, it's really, at least I know Chicago, New York, L.A., and even some parts of Dallas, it was, it was really a big thing to go antiquing and then find a cool piece to incorporate with all your other more contemporary tra transitional pieces in your house. Well, a lot of people have antique furniture that has a lot of meaning to them, so they're not going to get rid of it. So to know that they can incorporate it in any room of their house, it works. You it might does. need to ask a designer to help you incorporate it so that it fits in, but don't get rid of it. No, I mean, and I just met a it's lady, priceless, but it also has a lot of memories. Yeah. Well, I met a lady um, earlier this week that she, she just said, Oh, I have this crystal chandelier and I just love it. And my husband wants me to get rid of it, but she's like, do I have to? And I said, no, I mean, I, I don't want to go against what her husband was saying, but no, I, I was like, put it in your closet. <laughs> you know, if he doesn't want to see it. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of things you can repurpose. You know, a lot of people years ago, they used to just get rid of everything they had and start over. And that is, well, it's not good for the earth because what are you going to do with this stuff? But you can also repurpose everything, save some money, and put things in different rooms. It gets expensive. In a way. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, know, exactly. turn over. Yeah, things aren't getting any cheaper, right? That's for sure. Okay. Well, while you're thinking of uh, the next uh, topic that you uh, that we want to talk about, let's talk about monograms appliances. I did go to the um, monogram booth, and they are offering a lot of new things this year. And they're emphasizing some of their appliances that I really like, but I'm not going to talk about them because we're going to have the monogram rep on. Darren's been on several times, and he will introduce and explain the new products. But for now, if you're interested or if you need new appliances, 
in right away, uh, you can go to monogram.com. But I always suggest that you go to your local showroom and check out the appliances in person. And if you can find a showroom that has a working kitchen so that you want to use your, try out the appliances before you buy them. Uh, the supply chain is getting a little better. Monogram has certain things that are still taking a little longer than I hope they would. But then they have a lot of appliances that are quick ship. Uh, so go to monogram.com and check out all their appliances. Okay, Jim, on the list, what's next on the list? Do we want to, I want to talk about LEDs. We talk okay. about this all the time, and we do know that there are some manufacturers that incorporate the LED into the fixture. Are they yes. still doing that? Is that going to hang in there? Yes, very much so. They're still doing that. Um, I mean, there's certain brands that's all they do, that they will not sell you, I mean, anything different. But, and I have this conversation with people so often. I had it today, actually, but... Um, you know, I ask people, you have to like really ask yourself who you are. If you're a person that you like to change things up, you're an unsure person, you're not sure if you're going to like the way a certain color temperature of LED is going to make your room look, then you do not want to get a fixture that has built-in LED diodes. Now, that being said, and no light bulbs, that being said, one thing at the show, more vendors, they're not, there's not a ton, but the more vendors are starting to do adjustable color temperature on their light fixtures. And now explain to the people who are listening the different temperatures of LEDs. Okay. So I'm just right off the bat. This is the middle of the spectrum and it's the most popular is the 3000 K it's right in the middle. And, and I tell more people to go with that because it's not blue and it's not yellow. So it doesn't distort the color of your home, your paint, you know, your furniture colors <laughs> yourself, you know, it's right there in the middle of the spectrum so that's the safest place to be if you're a warm person you like things a little dimmer a little sexier go to the 2700 um you're never there's also 2200 but that's getting yellow mm -hmm. and that's going to be really for an event or something you're not you're not going to live in 2200 but 2700 if you're that person that likes likes to eat at the dark steakhouse as i always say you know you know, beautiful dark steakhouse, and you like to live that way too. In the a little more dark and moody and sexy, go with the twenty seven hundred. Okay, now I have a question. So, sure. if you've painted your walls yellow, or you have a yellow kitchen or a yellow bedroom, you don't want to go with a twenty two hundred because that's going to seem more yellow. Correct. Twenty seven hundred still going to keep things yellow, everything looking really yellow. So I'd probably recommend with the 3000 yeah. because it's not going to distort. Now, the other side of the spectrum, you're going to start getting into the 3500, the 4000K, the four then but you just experienced the 5000K. Those are getting bluer and bluer and bluer. Yeah. I just now, got some 5000K and they're not they, they don't make me feel comfortable. So I've got to change no. that, get rid of the 5,000 K and go with maybe 37 or 4,000 
I'll start with the 3,000, but uh, I'm going to stay away from the 5,000. Very yeah, more, blue, very, very stark. Blue. Yes, it, it makes you feel very antsy, very uncomfortable. <laughs> yes, that's a good way of... Now, some people want that. I've had people want that in their bathrooms. So, the, you know, and it's weird because the lumens, the output, which is what replaced watts, you know, because you're going to get an LED and you're going to grab an LED and you're going to say, oh, that's nine watts. And the first thing people want to know is, what does that equal to in incandescent or halogen? Right. Oh, right. Use your internet, people, because you can Google that. You can Google your answers. You know, you might get a little bit of scattered answers, but it's the internet. But that will tell you what it's equivalent to. Especially, well, sometimes the contain or the the box that the light comes in, the light bulb. Yes. Yeah, they'll tell you that too. I wish most vendors would do that. You know, start to put it right on the box. Not all of them do, but people need to know that. Especially well, definitely if because changing. we're not we're not that experienced because it's not that long that LEDs have been out. Exactly. Well, and remember, if you are a person, you want to change and play with your color temperature, don't get a fixture that has built-in diodes. Get something where you can screw in your own bulb and you can change, you know, even if it panics you, you know, when you get a fixture that's got built-in LED diodes, those usually come with long warranties. But I highly recommend seeking out a name brand, someone like Wack Lighting or Modern Forms or Schoenbeck, because these are name brands. If you get something on Amazon, you don't really know what that off-brand is, so they're not going to be able to help you later with service on that light. Right. A lot of times these things, these fixtures are made in China. So yes. if you have a problem and you can't return it, um, you're stuck with it. Let's face it. Hey, let's talk about tech because you have to go. But um, yeah, I wanted to cover uh, technology and lighting in the home. They, yes, they're still so pushing it. I'm sure they are. Now it's come a long way, and it's come a long way to a more affordable <laughs> way to go. Um, most people nowadays of all ages know how to download an app on your phone, on your tablet, on your home computer. And that's the way everything's going. It used to be you have to hire a company and they come in for thousands of dollars and they wire all these wires throughout your new construction home or your remodel job. But now you don't even have to do that. You just have to download an app and then you have to get the right component pieces from whatever brand you're buying from. Sometimes it's a matter of screwing in a light bulb, but it's become very self-installation, shall we say, where you can do it yourself. Um, well, I've got to disagree with very you. Very affordable. I, wait, I've got to disagree with you on one point. You're going to disagree with me? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got to do that. You know, we're talking a simple light bulb, maybe from Philips that you can control on an app, or maybe even you can install a ring doorbell yourself but when it comes to say um building a home and you want it you want the smart technology i suggest that you go to a uh, company that does that that specializes in connecting your entertainment with your security system and your cameras outside so there's a point where you can do it yourself but there's also a point where you can remodel your own kitchen. Nine out of 10 times, you're not going to be happy with it. <laughs> this so is I got to throw that in. You, know, you can, unless 
unless you're a heart surgeon, you're not going to do heart surgery. <laughs> and the same goes with spending a lot of money on a smart home with a lot of technology. You've got to get the professional. Well, there I, is some guys out there, some of which are my friends, that do a wonderful job, you know, doing that real intense, you know, if you want everything connected and you're going to have the top of the line music studio in your house or home theater. Yes, I don't I wouldn't recommend this easy do it yourself there. But a few years ago, this easy do it yourself wasn't even available for the average person. You had to be quite wealthy to be able to hire some of the guys, you know, that do the whole shebang. Well, let's face it. Years ago, they didn't have any of the social media and they didn't have websites that you can do yourself. Everything through a computer expert or an engineer. Now everything's become sort of user friendly. I don't want to say 100 percent, but, you know, if you take the time to learn, you can do a lot of stuff yourself. Yes. And it's not, you know, some, you always have to ask yourself, you know, your home, you know what you're spending, you know, your budget. So you know what brands you need to be with, but Lutron not only does it for the high end, but they also do great smart home, do it yourself systems. If you don't need to go the full nine yards, like Nancy's talking about, um, you know, and then also, Satco, which I'm sure I mentioned before, has a new line called Starfish. Mm-hmm. I have that in my own house. It's fabulous. You know, if you want to just secure security where the light bulbs go on and off, or you forget to turn them off, you can do it all from your phone, do it from your tablet, connect your lamps, connect your recess, can, you know, can lights. You got to have their product to do that. But Yeah. And, you know, here's another thing. If you guys are do-it-yourselfers and you're listening to all of this stuff and you, yeah, you can do stuff. But make sure that if something goes wrong, you know who to call because you could end up kind of messing things up and then you go, now what do I do? So unless you're, you know, real savvy in electronics and technology, I would suggest you start out simple and see if you can deal with any problems that come up. Jem, any last minute thoughts? You know, um, I'll just put it out there as a 2023 was a year of lighting designers, people who are at, at, actually using a lot of designers, famous designers, to acclaimed and unclaimed, unacclaimed to design some designer lights. So there's a real big push in that. Um, and then the other last push I would mention is affordability mixed with high end. Saw a lot of that. You know, and going that on this year at the show is furniture and well, even jewelry. You can have yeah. a uh, six carat diamond on your finger and still use custom jewelry on the other parts of your body. And a lot mm-hmm. of times people don't realize it. So don't always think that you have to have all high end furniture, all high end, whatever, uh, like Jim is saying. It's kind of fun to mix it up and see if anybody notices, right? Exactly. I mean, wear that shirt from Target Girls, but carry that Louis Vuitton. <laughs> you there know, there who's going to go. know? Hey, we had a lot of fun. And also we learned a lot about the lighting for 2023. So if anybody has any questions for Jem well, or me, you don't hesitate. You can email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. And as I always say, subscribe. You can scr- subscribe on your phone. 
I'm on 28 platforms and there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to listen to all these and learn. All of these podcasts are educational. So, Jem, I am so glad that we finally connected and that we can go through this lighting. And then I will be talking to you about the trends that these designers say we should follow. And, you know, we don't. We don't. We, we just don't. do what we want. <laughs> we, have, we have reasons why we don't either. Because, uh, But we'll, uh, we'll do a podcast where we uh, start saying, why are they doing this? We don't like it. And I don't think most people uh, listen to designers. Of course, listen to us. Jem is a lighting expert and interior designer. And you all know that I'm a kitchen and bath designer and I do whole house remodeling. So Jem, hey, have a nice day. Enjoy the week. Hope everybody out there stays safe and have a great day. You too, Nance. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jem. Bye. Bye.